It's Sunday, and you know what that means. And this is the Dick Morris Show, presented by the Patriot Gold Group. Here's Dick Morris on 77 WABC. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right. Here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in the middle with you. And I'm wondering what it is I should do. Good morning, Dick Morris. Hi, good morning, Doug. Uh, Dick Morris here on the Dick Morris Show, but sponsored by Patriot Gold Group with Doug DePiro. Oh, hello. Good morning. I spoke to, the, to President Trump yesterday, and um, I told him that I thought that the key issue here was not what Biden got from China, but what China got from Biden. And it's the other half of the quid pro quo that I urged the president to focus on in his attacks. Because when you think about it, most many of the major problems we face in the United States are directly due to China and uh, to Biden's coddling of China mm. and to Biden's failure to really stand up to China. In fact, Darling, you've got full control of your When we all know that COVID started with in the Wuhan lab, and some say that it was because a bat bit somebody, and others say because the, the stuff was spilled, and others say because it was deliberately released into the human race, it begs the fundamental question, what the hell was China doing creating a virus that was so deadly and so easily communicable? Right. Why did they do that? There's no good reason for that. The assumption, the answer is, oh, we were developing an antidote. Well, an antidote to what? To what they were developing? <laughs> so that they would develop chemical weapons and their excuse for it was that they had to counter the chemical weapons they just developed? For them. For them, yeah. yeah. So, but the point is that this entire problem of COVID, the six million dead throughout the world, the 30 or $40 trillion spent, the global economy ground to a halt, because of China, and Biden has taken no action against China. They have barred investigators from the World Health Organization from coming to Wuhan. They won't let them into the lab. They won't give them any kind of access. And when the virus first broke out, China refused to provide American researchers with the genetic code for it, which would have hastened the development of a vaccine by right. many months. So Biden just sat back and let this happen. This is the greatest crime against humanity since the Holocaust. If it's a result of a mistake, it's the greatest screw-up in history. If it's the result, as I suspect, of a deliberate effort to try to sabotage the United States and, uh, and, and, and right after Trump had imposed sanctions on China, then it is the greatest crime against humanity since the Holocaust. I call it chemical warfare. Yeah, it is. Biological, really. Yeah, and um, and the problem, and Biden has done absolutely nothing about it. There's no sanctions. There's no uh, indemnity. There's no investigation. There's no prosecution. Uh, China continues to be welcome at the table of world organizations, and they are responsible for the greatest harm that's ever been inflicted on the human race since the Holocaust. Hmm. 
But that's only one of them. And, and do you think that that has anything to do with their bribes to Biden? Do you think the fact that they paid him uh, what looks to be more than $20 million in bribes has anything to do with his laying off China and not being aggressive on COVID? I think it does. Wow. And look at the dollar. China is leading the charge against the dollar. And uh, it has formed BRICS, uh, Brazil, Russia, China, India, and South Africa. Yeah, got them all. And uh, they're about to launch a global currency backed by gold. But it's basically China that's doing it. And the goal is to replace the U.S. dollar. Do you hear a peep out of Biden? Does he condemn it? Does he do anything about it? Does he strengthen our currency? He, he weakens our currency by going deeper into debt and by having the, the budget deficit rise. So Biden is, is completely complicit in the overthrow of the dollar as the global currency. The most important, if we look back at the Biden presidency and say what's the worst thing that happened, it would be the end of the dollar as the global currency. Hmm. Because that means whenever we run a deficit, we have to get the permission of the rest of the world to do it because we have to change our dollar into a global currency, and then we can print it. We can't just print money if we are the uh, if, if we are not the dominant currency. This is a gigantic defeat for the United States, and you don't hear boo about it from Biden. Why? Why? Uh, $30 million may have right. something to do with it. Right. And Saudi Arabia, that was transformed recently from a staunch ally of the United States. We went to war in the Gulf. Uh, to protect the Saudi monarchy against overthrow by Saddam Hussein. And uh, the fundamental relationship between the U.S. and Saudi Arabia was formulated after the Yalta Conference, when Franklin Roosevelt dying, literally he had about six more weeks to live, had his ship stop at uh, the Saudi, Saudi Arabian port to meet with the king. And he got in return for a commitment for U.S. military support he got a commitment that Saudi Arabia would always accept dollars for its oil and only dollars and made the dollar the dominant international currency. Now that's been broken. Hmm. Uh, John Kennedy almost went to war, almost provoked a world war to keep missiles out of Cuba. And now China is putting missiles in Cuba, opening a military base in Cuba. And Biden does nothing about it. No objection. Not even any speeches. It's unbelievable. This level of appeasement is is what you get when you bribe somebody. All right. Uh, technology transfer. The reason that we're having problems in our economy and that many people are losing their jobs is that whenever a company decides to move to China, China requires that it put a member on its board of directors with a majority shareholder from China. In other words, you, you take your corporation and you, in effect, sell or give Fifty-one percent of it to a Chinese partner. Why would a comp- why would a company want to do that? Because they say that they want access to the one point six billion, billion uh, people in mm. China, but in fact, it's not that. They say that that's their excuse, but mm-hmm. the fact is that they want the export subsidies that the Chinese government hands out, and they want to be able to take advantage of the reduced value of the currency in mm. China to pad their exports. In fact, it's a fool's errand. They're surrendering control of their company in return for nothing but a mirage. And Westinghouse and a whole bunch of other companies have been badly burned by it and can't do anything about it. So 
but the point is that Biden could crack down. He could punish companies for doing that. He could say, I'm going to, you're not going to get U.S. contracts if you play ball with China in that with way. Trump would do. Biden says he's committed to fighting carbon emissions, but he signed the uh, Paris Accords that require every country in the world to cut back its carbon emissions except China. China gets to keep on spewing all the carbon it wants until 2030. And then it pledges, pledges to begin to cut its carbon emissions until it eliminates them by 2060. Yeah, sure. That's about 20 years ahead of, behind the rest of the world. Hmm. And Biden gave them that advantage, uh, again, because he was bribed. He was paid off. There's no other real good excuse or reason. Well, right? China's reason is they say that, hey, we're an underdeveloped country. Yeah. And uh, just as the U.S. and Europe spewed carbon during the 19th century when they were industrializing, mm-hmm. we should be able to do that, too. But why he buys it, God knows. Um, opioids, all fentanyl is made in China, produced by them. So they're producing this poison that they slip over the border into the United States that killed 100,000 Americans last year, the largest cause of death among people in that age group in America. And yet it was all coming from China, and Biden did nothing about it. Uh, all of our computers, all of our cell phones, and all of our solar energy and wind turbines, and while we're at it, radar and guidance systems for military equipment, is founded on rare earth minerals. China has an 85% ownership of the world's rare earth minerals and was given to them by the United States that imposed regulations on rare earth mines that put the American ones out of business. The Chinese didn't have to abide by it because they weren't signatories. Mm. Now Biden is closing the, uh, the, the facility in Michigan, that, in Minnesota, I'm sorry, the Boundary Lakes mine, that would have restarted mining in the United States and really given us an independence from China. And Biden killed it, claiming that there were environmental considerations and this was too beautiful a lake to ruin. Mm, And then you have Bagram, the base that we had in Afghanistan that Biden abandoned and handed over with a bow on top to the Chinese. With all our stuff. All of these things are part of the quid pro quo. Otherwise, the bribes that Biden received are just a kind of good government tisk tisk kind of thing. How can they? Isn't it terrible? Isn't that awful? Biden was immoral. He shouldn't have done this. But this is not that. This is not like he gave a sewer contract to a friend or a donor. This isn't like he pardoned somebody like Clinton used to do in return for campaign contributions. This is these are fundamental decisions that bolstered China and and hurt the United States. And the only motive for this is a payback from the bribe. And uh, we've transformed uh, the United States government into China's puppet. This is 77 WABC. And this is the Dick Morris Show. Presented by the Patriot Gold Group. Clowns to the left of me. Jokers to the right. Here I am stuck in the middle with you. One thing, Dick Morris, I just want to ask you. First of all. All this Biden stuff is in your new book that you're writing. Yeah, correct. That'll be out in about two weeks. Right. Called the Biden Crime Family. That's two weeks. Oh, good. Yeah. Now the other thing, you know. All right, let's say Biden got this twenty million, thirty. It doesn't matter what he got. All right, he gets all this money in his pocket. But now he's president. Why would he do this? 
he has to know it's destroying our country. Because it's a flip. First he takes the money, and then China blackmails him because he took the money. Right. And says, we know you took the money. We can tell people you did. And if you don't get in line, you don't do what we want, we'll spill the beans on Ah, so that's the rub right there. During the Russia collusion scandal, the accusation against Trump that he was in league with Russia, uh, the, the reason for the special counsel was not that he was colluding with Russia, but that that gave Russia blackmail material to hold over Trump so that he would, would do whatever they wanted. And that turned out to be totally not true, but that's the rationale. And that's how Biden is now totally the slave to what China wants. By the way, this is the Dick Morris Show presented by the Patriot Gold Group. Now, I'd like to talk a little bit about China, its recent history, and how it got to be the bribing center for paying off uh, Joe Biden. China calls the 20th century the century of humiliation because they uh, were a strong, independent country with an emperor. And the West came in uh, with um, gunpowder that was invented by the Chinese and defeated the Chinese militarily and took over China. They conquered China. The U.S. was involved, but it was more the British, the French, and the Germans. So the Chinese were under this foreign domination. They had to get out from under it. When was this? 1900. Mm Mm-hmm. And the first thing they did was to rebel. It was called the Boxer Rebellion. Mm-hmm. Boxer is a uh, is a martial art thing, and um, the Boxer Rebellion was basically Chinese soldiers, Chinese civilians, who attacked military forces from Europe, and there were large numbers killed. I think forty or fifty thousand, twenty or thirty thousand Chinese died in the Boxer Rebellion. It was ruthlessly put down. Um, the United States was a key part of that. Then the and the emperor was humiliated by the fact that foreign troops could just come in and take over. And then came the opium wars, where Britain said they want they want to be able to sell opium to the Chinese people, and the emperor resisted. And Britain invaded, and the goal of the war was to be able to peddle drugs in China, and they won the war, and and huge numbers of Chinese became addicted. It was like an opium dens, they used to call them. Mm. And the, the, you've read about that. Sure. Then, in disgust at the weakness of the monarchy and the weakness of the country, the Chinese uh, overthrew the government and put in a democracy led by a wonderful guy named Sun Yat-sen. He's the, he- the hero of China. Even the communists praise him. And he attempted to create a democracy. And he was doing okay. He was working okay. And then Japan invaded China in World War II. And when they invaded China, the government fell. It became, went under the, the sway of Chiang Kai-shek, who was the leader of the anti-communist nationalist forces. But he turned out to be a dictator as bad as the communists. And he had warlords all over the place who were involved with drugs and everything else. And China basically was, was defeated by Japan in World War II. Uh, Japan lost the war because of the U.S., but uh, Japanese troops were all over China when the bomb was dropped. Then in response to that, Mao Zedong, the leader of the communists who had been in rebellion for for half of the century, uh, took over power in China and became the government. And Mao's first priority was to 
get the Chinese economy moving again, to recreate an economy in China. And he had something called the Great Leap Forward. That was a program that he pushed where he ruthlessly uh, tried to industrialize. He, uh, he basically killed people on farms. Any peasants who were holding on to their farms were forced to move into the cities and work as a labor force. And uh, it was incredible. 20 million people died in the Great Leap Forward. It was the most horrible forced collectivization in the world. Huh. But it didn't work. China did not industrialize. It didn't grow. It was a total flop. And they lost a lot of their farms. Yeah, they had a huge amount of their food supply, but mainly right. they weren't able to industrialize mm-hmm. and they lost the whole generation. Then Mao came in and said, okay, I'm going to have a cultural revolution, which is the phrase he used for uprooting uh, bourgeois influences and anything that wasn't directly related to increasing their economy. It was a reign of terror throughout the country, and another 40 million people died in that. So they had these two horrible experiences, Great Leap Forward, which was in the uh, 50s, and the Cultural Revolution that was in the 70s. Then Deng Xiaoping came in, who was at last a good leader, and he set up a free market economy in China. And he was this doing is the seventies or seventies, yeah, right, eighties. Uh-huh. And he was doing a very good job. China was beginning to come out of its funk, but they had one fundamental problem: they didn't have any markets for their products. Everybody in China was so destitute and so poor that there was no domestic market. Mm. So you could build all the factories you want, but nobody would buy the stuff because you had no outlets. Sure. So the Chinese hit upon a strategy to pry open markets. The only market available was the American market. But the U.S. had been so burned by Japan and Germany being nurtured by us and then coming back and taking away our jobs and moving our factories that the American people said, no, we're not doing this with China. We're not opening our markets to anybody else. We've had enough of this. And the uh, U.S. government, led by Bill Clinton, wouldn't do that. Then China hit on the strategy to open the U.S. markets called bribery. We have to understand that three nations have made it out of poverty in history. Uh, Germany, which made it out of poverty because of American aid, the Marshall Plan, and the need to build up Germany as a buffer against Russia. After the war. Uh, After World War Mm -hmm. II. Uh, Japan developed economically, and they did it by research and technology and miniaturization and technology, technological progress. China is the third country that made it out of poverty, and its fundamental method was bribery, bribery and theft, bribing American leaders to have access to our market and stealing our technology from our companies, bribing them by saying, we'll give you access to our market. And they developed this strategy in dealing with Bill Clinton. Um, And here I come into it a little bit. Uh, When I began to work for Clinton after he lost Congress in 1994, I told him, you have to advertise. You have to go on television with paid spots talking about your plans and your ideas. And, uh, and, And I persuaded him to spend a lot of money doing advertising on television. But Clinton at that point wasn't any good at fundraising. He learned later. But he couldn't raise the money that he needed to be on TV to build up his image so that he could get reelected. And uh, in desperation, he turned to China. And I would go to these fundraisers in the White House and 
there would be these Chinese guys wall to wall. And I figured they weren't from Little Rock, but I didn't know who they were. And later I got to know their names really well because they, one after another, were indicted for illegal campaign contributions to Clinton. The most famous episode was a Buddhist temple where Gore went to get raise money and raised like several million dollars and nobody that gave him money had five cents to rub together. It was <laughs> all given to them by the Chinese and they then passed it on to Clinton. Mm. And because they bribed Clinton, they got Clinton to agree in 1990, in 2000, to to admit China to the World Trade Organization. I remember that. And before they went into the World Trade Organization, China exported about $40 billion a year to the United States. A year or two after they did, they exported $400 billion a year to the United States, all because Bill Clinton let them in and dropped the barriers to entry to the World Trade Organization. So China became the modern economic power it is now because of bribing an American president. And then when Biden came in, they said, aha, we're going to do the same strategy now. And they got Hunter Biden into all of these business deals, paid him a vast amount of money that he then funneled to his fathers and other relatives to various bank accounts. And that's how China developed economically. This was not some scandal. This was the normal method that Chinese used to build up their economy. This is like the national consensus of how to do this. And that puts into context the Biden bribery. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is 77 WABC, and this is the Dick Morris Show, presented by the Patriot Gold Group. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Yes, I'm stuck in the Welcome back to the Dick Morris Show with Doug DePiro and oh, sponsored yeah, by Patriot Gold Group. So I hope that lesson in Chinese history was important to you. Amazing. And the, the way they currently are using the bribes they paid to Biden to control him by threatening to disclose what they've done. And uh, the hotter the environment is for Biden in the U.S., the greater their leverage. And you can see it with the way they make Biden jump when they say jump. And we could read all about it in your new book, too. Yeah. That, that's important. You can. We'll talk about that a little bit in the next, next week or two. Uh-huh. Let's go to Michael in New Jersey. Yeah, I saw Doug Sattel, S-I-T-T-E-L, on Google, 100 Sullivan Way, West Trenton. Trump said... Sorry. Uh, let's go to Gracie in Rockland County. Hi, Dick. The show is great. You're <laughs> always a great show, but this one was beyond belief. <laughs> Thank you for the history and the research. Okay. I understand why Biden is doing what he's doing. It's money. But why are the the media leaders, the corporate leaders, they all hate our country? I don't understand what's going you're on. Right. You're well, right. Well, you're right. The, the corporate leaders uh, want business in China. China has basically prostituted the, the corporate world with the attraction of market of 1.3 trillion people. 
and uh, they've they've organized it and they're they're using it uh, commercially. Uh, in terms of the media, they are basically liberal Democrats, and they'll do anything they can to stay in power and to keep Biden in power. They're about to derail a presidential election in the United States yeah, right. and maybe lock up a former president of the United States. What that's going to do to a faith in democracy is extraordinary, and yet they're about to do it. Um, we'll talk about that a little more, and thank you for your kind And also, space. Dick, they just don't want America to succeed. They want this one-world order crapola. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Doug. If you look at it from their uh, through their eyes, they say, hey, the U.S. has 4% of the world's population and 25% of its wealth, so we have to even things up somewhere. And that leads them to be explicitly and overtly anti-American. Let's go to Sandra in New Jersey. Hello, Sandra. Good afternoon, Dick and Doug. Hi. Dick, I saw your show last night, and I have a question. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. I thought I heard you say that Donald to avoid a debate with Donald Trump, this this left side will do anything like put Donald Trump in jail. So I said to myself, they're so stupid. The consequences would be so much worse if they do that, because I don't think people are going to sit so so lightly. So if they have a debate, the worst they could say is, oh, that's just Joe. He well, didn't do so I, well. In this. I, I, Trump is voluntarily not going to go to the debate, I think, uh, because he shouldn't give his opponents who have tiny percentages of the vote a platform and access to the country. Uh, those debates are increasingly going, looking like they're going to be auditions to be Trump's vice president. Mm. And while they have guys like Christie dumping on, and Pence dumping on Trump, you'll have guys like Vivek Ramaswamy and N- N- Nikki Haley and others who'll be auditioning to be chosen as his vice president. Ah, I don't think that's the way to Trump's heart in running against him. Interesting. But let's talk about the issue of imprisonment. I believe that they are going to put Donald Trump in jail. I believe they're going to put Donald Trump in jail. Oh, my God. I think the, And I think this whole thing is a setup. You start with Pelosi, Pelosi saying that because of COVID, uh, we have to vote by mail and absentee. Then the Democrats use that to sneak in close to 100 million voters who shouldn't be voting or forge their ballots or do not verify their signatures. Then when Trump complains about it and raises the roof and raises hell, they say that he is fermenting insurrection in the United States. And when the U.S. courts refuse to accept jurisdiction and the Supreme Court punts on the whole thing and they sit back and say we're not going to intervene, this is a local matter up to the local courts, the American people get so frustrated and so angry that you see a January 6th riot. But it's been Pelosi's goal to foment that riot, to make that riot happen, because she knew that it would provoke a riot and that that would give her all the ground she needed to go after Trump. And didn't Trump ask her to get the National Guard 20,000? I don't know how 10, many. 10,000. 10,000. Trump asked for 10,000 troops and Pelosi wouldn't agree to it. Right. Had to agree to it because Congress was her jurisdiction. So then they bring charges against Trump for protesting the fixed and rigged election. And they say that you are uh, interfering with the election and you're guilty of obstructing the orderly transfer of power. A totally contrived charge. 
this uh, this inv- this uh, riot uh, was of unarmed people to call it as a attempt to overthrow the government is absurd. It's ridiculous. Right. It was nothing of the sort. Then when Trump objects, uh, the judge the judge who's fixed, who's a puppet of the left, uh, Shitkin, I'll talk about her in a minute. Right. Uh, she'll impose a gag order saying you can't talk about it. Trump will have to talk about it because he's in the middle of a presidential race and because he has to point to the grave injustice that's being done. Mm-hmm. The minute he does so, Judge Shitkin is going to slap him with a contempt of court order and order him his imprisonment. And Trump will literally have to go to jail. It's so hard to believe that can happen. And and you, you just ask yourself, is the left so committed to its issues, so committed to abortion and to what it calls racial equity and cultural change and gay rights and all that stuff that it's willing to throw away American democracy mm. and completely junk it. Uh, at a minimum, 50% of the country, uh, the uh, Republican independent voters, will absolutely see this as the end of American democracy. And how many blows can our democratic system take? And are these leftists really willing to junk the entire history of the United States and our entire role in the world and in history because they want to deal on global warming and they want climate change and because they want more gun control and they want right to abortion. Are you kidding me? With these stakes, that's what you're willing to do? It's unbelievable. Now, now Judge Shutkin, who is the judge that's been assigned to the case, was Hunter Biden's law partner. Judge Shitkin was a member of a firm called Boys, I forget the other names, and it's led by Boys, who is the top Democratic lawyer in the country, and I think it's Michael Boys, and um, he was, uh, and, and Shitkin was a partner in the Boys law firm, and the Boys law firm hired Hunter Biden to be of counsel in the law firm, and of counsel means in effect you're a partner. Uh, but there are limits on your ability to draw the income from the firm. It's a technical distinction, but not a real one. So she was Hunter Biden's law partner. And then when Burisma was attacked and was uh, threatened with prosecution, Hunter Biden got Burisma to hire the boys' law firm to get it off. He was, they were, Biden was, Chutkin, in effect, was his defense attorney. Hmm. And uh, how convenient! And Hunter and Hunter had Burisma pay the boys' law firm two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, allegedly as a legal fee. So you have the United States. Uh, so, so, so I mean, this is so incredible. Uh, you you start with the fixed election. You start with the changed election using COVID as an excuse, and it was a stupid excuse. Uh, 85 million Americans voted in person in 2020, and there was no uptick in the disease. This was all fabricated. And then they used that to get all kinds of illegitimate votes in and steal the election. Then they used the fact of stealing the election to incite people by cutting off their legitimate access to the courts, and the courts won't touch it. And then they go ahead and and they have a riot, which is bad, but, you know, no, only one demonstrator was killed. Uh, six cops may have been killed. Uh, and, and okay, that's horrible, but it's not the end of the world. And then Trump complains about it. They prosecute Trump for what he says. And then they 
put a gag order on them, and now they're going to lock them up. Now, I do not think this is going to stop Trump from being president. I, it is no legal bar for Trump running for president. And uh, I believe he will run, and I believe he will literally have to run from prison. Oh, my God. I think literally his statements and videos will all be from prison. He'll have to stop rallying. And the trial for this monstrosity, this travesty, is set for early January. And that's when you have to be campaigning in Iowa and New Hampshire and Nevada and Michigan and all of the early states. And Trump will be behind bars during that period. And this will signal the end of democracy in the United States. Uh, it, it is unbelievable that it would come to this. And I feel personally very sad about it because after all, I make my living off democracy. And uh, I won't do well in a tyranny. <laughs> and this is absolutely awful Horrible. that this is taking place. Horrible. Unbelievable. Well, let's go to Tony in Clifton. Hi. Hi. Good morning, gentlemen. You know, I am so grieved as well, but I want to tell you that I have looked at some Harvard polls and, you know, President Trump is just doing amazing. And the American people are having an awakening that they're seeing that there is so much corruption. And I think if he should be put in jail, there is going to be all hell to break loose in America. And I have to tell you, I have to tell you that. Um, maybe this might be what we need, you know, to, and I'm not talking about people killing each other. I'm talking about just an awakening because America is getting overwhelmed by the Biden administration. And it's not just because of President Trump. It's because of everything the Biden administration is doing. She's right. You're right, Tony. I think you're completely right. But democracy has its limits. I don't think that the mass public outrage can do much except elect Trump president. And I think it will. And I think that Trump is going to win, but we're going to have to go absolute absolute hell in the interim. Now, I want to raise a question that has been boiling up in my mind. When Russia invaded Ukraine, I supported Ukraine. And I said, this is Russian imperialism, an attempt by Putin to recreate the Soviet empire, and we have to help Ukraine stand up and beat it. I advocated military aid to Ukraine. Now we're in a situation where we're not fighting for Ukraine, we're fighting for Donbass, 15% of the country. And this is like Alsace-Lorraine, the provinces that were right between France and Germany that were the cause of World War I. Each country wanted them so badly. Uh, but ultimately it's not worth fighting for. And I believe that the United States should not be bankrupting its military arsenal, sending every last gun we have to Ukraine. There's a limit, and I believe that the U.S. should force a settlement by cutting back on the shipments to Ukraine and alternatively threatening major shipments to to Ukraine in the event Russia continues the war. That's what Trump wants to do. Trump wants, but it's not happening. And I believe that a key element in this is the bribes the Ukraine government, President Zelensky, paid to Hunter Biden. when you look at the narrative of the Burisma oil company and the energy company, and you look at the money that it channeled to Hunter Biden and the the Ukrainian decision, the government decision to fire Shutkin, who was the prosecutor who was on to Hunter Biden and had him in his sights, and Biden insisted he be fired, and they fired him. And he bragged about it and on he says TV. The leverage was a billion dollars of U.S. aid. 
I don't think that was the point. I think the point was the bribes that they had paid to him and the blackmail power that that gave Ukraine over the United States. I'm a sucker for you. <laughs> he is a sucker. said it perfectly. Yeah, absolutely. So I believe that there is corruption there, and it's had me, caused me to rethink my support of Ukraine in this war. Before we go, I'm intrigued by what Joseph in the Bronx has to say. Hey, Dick, how you doing? Okay. Uh, well, actually, two things, because you just mentioned uh, Ukraine. But at the time of the, uh, uh, the protest on January 6th, they kept saying that there was multiple police killed, so on and so forth. And even at that time, they believed it was only the one who they claimed got hit with a fire extinguisher. Yeah, but, heart Tucker, Tucker, but right, he had a heart attack, so no police were killed. I now, thought, as far as the first, I thought I'm six sorry. were. Not that I, I haven't heard that. I thought there were seven wow. deaths. No, I one was the sure. demonstrator who was shot. Yeah, the woman. Oh, and there were no other cops killed. Yeah, yeah. no, I don't think so. You're yeah. right. He's You're right, right, Joseph. You're right. You're Joe. right. Thank you for correcting me. And the me woman, it was the woman that got... Yeah, Abby, pulled. whatever name. Yeah, yeah. But horrible. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Okay, thank you. This is 77 WABC, and this is the Dick Morris Show, presented by the Patriot Gold Group. Clowns to the left of me, jokers to the right, here I am, stuck in the middle with you. Yes, Hello, Dick Morris. This is the Dick Morris Show with Doug here, Doug DePiro, and... Sponsored by the Patriot Gold Group. So all of this comes down to a basic piece of advice to give Joe Biden. And you're not talking about when he falls, he's going to hit the road. <laughs> yeah, right. The answer, what we need right now is to impeach Joe Biden. Oh, God. Uh, he will not be thrown out of office. The Senate will acquit him. But if the House impeaches him, all of the evidence that they're unearthing now that's coming out that's on page 82 of the newspaper <laughs> will have to be the lead article because impeaching a president has to be something you cover. So you're going to have one president who's in jail and the other who's impeached. And that's how we'll run this presidential campaign. But unless we impeach Joe Biden, it's not equal. It's not a level playing field. And the Biden scandals will be buried and everybody will focus on what Trump is doing and why Trump is in jail and whether he's guilty of anything. And we can't let that happen. There has to be an impeachment of Joe Biden. He has to pay for the crimes he's committed, for the bribes he's received, and this nonsense that his family got the money, he didn't get the money, is absolutely absurd. Right. When you look at the complexity of these bank accounts and the deliberate hiding of the money trail, uh, there is no defense to what he's been doing. But right now, the Republicans in the House are too damn timid to indict him. 
And that is the biggest problem Trump faces right now. Little wussies. So please pick up the phone and call your Republican congressman. We have a whole bunch of them in New York, Mike Lawler and a bunch of others. Pick up the phone and call them. The number for Congress is 202-224-3121. That's 202-224-3121. Just the fact that you know that and you didn't read that. (laughs) 202-224-3121. What's better is I know the White House number by heart. That's funny. (laughs) But but, um, you have to call them. They have to move. They have to impeach him. Uh, it's absolutely vital that they do that uh, because otherwise we will never get the country to understand what Joe and Hunter Biden did to them. Could you imagine if he wins again? Oh, my God. Th- this information will never come out. And uh, it's not – I know he's not going to be removed from office, but it doesn't matter. The idea is this information needs to be brought out in public in the only way you're going to get ABC, NBC, and CBS and CNN to cover this is if it's an impeachment inquiry because they have to cover it because it's so important. It's like we go to war. They have to cover it. And the gutlessness of the Republicans in the House really? is is absolutely terrible. So Speaker McCarthy needs all kinds of pressure right now. If you've been gnashing your teeth wondering what to do, pick up the damn phone and call sure. your Republican congressman and Speaker McCarthy and demand that they bring impeachment proceedings against Joe Biden. The number again? 202-224-3121. Mm-hmm. 202-224-3121. You'll get a switchboard that says Congress, and then ask for the name of your Republican congressman, Lawler, or whoever it is. And if you don't know that, ask for Speaker McCarthy. They'll connect you with the line. You'll probably get a tape, but that's fine. That's fine. Just register your opinion and let him receive thousands and hundreds of thousands of phone calls. This is absolutely crucial. You have to do this for our democracy. You absolutely have to. Uh, Let's go to um, Patrick in Indiana. Read your Constitution. The Speaker of the House should bring impeachment charges against Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and when the Senate turns it down, says he's not guilty of uh, impeachment, you go directly to the Supreme Court under Article 3, Section 3, Clause 2, which says giving aid and comfort to the enemy is treason. Yeah. And what he did, the first two things he did in office, uh, he um, first of all stepped aside from uh, from Trump blocking uh, Putin from completing the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. So that was giving aid. And the comfort was when he cut the Keystone pipeline, that gave Putin the comfort that the United States would never be. Patrick, I agree with you. Excellent. It's it's crucial we do this. Let's go to Jeff in Palm Beach. Hey, Dick. Great show. Thank you. Um, I just want to say, I, um, sadly, I think they are going to jail Trump. And I'm um, just hoping that uh, someone checks the camera so he doesn't end up like Epstein. Oh, God. Oh, my God. You know, it'll be quite something to have the prison guards and the Secret Service there at the same time. And uh, I'm very worried about that. 
Oh, the uh, Secret Service. I never, I didn't think of that. Well, These poor guys. Secret Service protection, wherever he is. Wow. Uh, and, and I just hope there is a moral outrage at the concept that Donald Trump uh, is being imprisoned for this. Absolute outrage. Uh, and I don't care. And he'll probably be found guilty on all of these counts because you have a biased judge. You have a biased jury because Washington, D.C. is the jury pool and 95% of it voted in favor of Biden. Biden carried D.C. by 95 to 5. And you have, uh, and, and you'll have a biased media, a biased everything. Uh, and I think that Trump is going to be found guilty of, on the documents case, on the election, election obstruction case, um, and probably also on the Fulton County case. But it'll go to the Supreme Court. Probably not before the election, Doug. Ah. Um, it'll go. It'll be decided at the trial level, and then they appeal to the circuit court, and then to the Supreme Court. Now, the Supreme Court could always accept ex- demand expedited appeal, so they could get hold of the case. And we really have to hope that they do that. Uh, these judges have not shown tremendous courage, and it's time to show that courage. Mm. And we'll see what they do. Um, if they lock Donald Trump up, it's going to be such a shock, such a total change in our political system that I'm not sure it will ever recover. Um, I think that it, it's, it's, it's basically dooming American democracy unless Trump is then elected and uh, emerges from prison to go to the White House. Uh, it's amazing that you, we even could say that, but it's true. <coughs> go to Jeff in Palm Beach. We just did. Oh, we did. Okay, good. Go to uh, uh, Eddie in Babylon, who was on the January 6th riot. Hi, Dick. Uh, a great show. I, I hope he is elected. I don't know how he's going to be, if they're going to uh, have voter fraud again. But I was asked by a neighbor to go to Washington, D.C. to see the buildings and then go out to dinner. And I didn't know much about a rally. But when we got down there, I uh, saw license plates from all over. We stayed at the Hilton. This says the Menafella called himself a proud boy, and him and his seven friends protected us in the subways and on the street, going down to this huge crowd of people, hundreds of thousands, that were so, so nice. They really weren't. And they were explaining how Nancy Pelosi didn't like Trump, nor did the Capitol Police, and also about the National Guard. They had a privy to that. And I heard Rudy Giuliani say we have to fight, fight, fight. And then the president got up and said those true words that are always edited go peacefully and patriotically and support the process. Well, we were kind of headed toward the Capitol, but too cold. And we heard that they were singing Amazing Grace in front of the Capitol. So we went back to the room and uh, saw it unfold. And uh, it was just very hurtful. It wasn't the crowd that I saw, even though the crowd did have seated in it. A couple look like private citizens, like kids, people in their 20s, all in homemade riot gear with uh, like a bat day baseball bat in the back of their backpack mm-hmm. and a camera on their helmet. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't know what they were doing in the crowd. Um, but when, when you read about it, 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 it was a setup from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Pelosi wanted this. In yeah, Germany, so. oh. Hitler was not able to take power. Uh, complete power after an election. He got more votes than the other parties, but not a majority. And then the president, von Hindenburg, put him in the cabinet and said, you be prime minister, but he did not have a majority. 
and uh, he couldn't implement the rules that he wanted, the tyranny. So the Nazis provoked, the Nazis set fire to the Reichstag, the parliament. It burned to the ground. And that was, that settled for fury throughout Germany. That led Hitler to assume total power, which he did on that day, and that led directly to the Holocaust and to World War II. And Nancy Pelosi's incitement to this riot, uh, incitement to riot by stealing the election, by not permitting the judges to intervene to rule on it, and not permitting free speech about it. Uh, and denying the uh, the military. And denying troops, that's right, uh, led to this. And now this whole strategy of provoke, get a reaction, react to the reaction, mm. and then use your reaction to the reaction to get your case to get your case established, mm. and in this case to break democracy in the United States, uh, it, it is it is just Horrible. unbelievable Horrible. that it's come to this. Horrible, unbelievable. Uh, let's go to uh, uh, I, I'm sorry, Pat in on Staten Island. Hi, Pat. Hi, Dick. Thank you for taking my call. Of course, um, among other people. We're very concerned about losing our country, and I can't help but think that those on the Supreme Court who supposedly have such great power, they must know that our country is really treading water now. Really? Uh, and, and I say to myself, treading water, I don't, drowning. I, I don't, yes, you're right, that we are drowning. I don't want to admit it because it seems like defeat, and I'm not trying to be defeatist. Right, good. And I worry about Justice Roberts because he rewrote uh, and put in place, basically, Obamacare. Yeah. So I figure, what do they have on him? Right. So who could we really I trust? I don't think he's dishonest, uh, but you have a majority on the court, even without Roberts. You have five votes without Roberts, and uh, and I think that that will manifest itself. The issue is, will they have the guts to bring this case up, even if it's not ripe, which means it hasn't gone through the full appellate process. Mm -hmm. But I suspect that once they lock Trump up, that will be it, and everything will change at that point, because the the judicial system simply can't tolerate this, and something will give. Uh, it has to give. Uh, our, our future, our country depends upon it. Um, as Lincoln said in his first inaugural, we have to pray that the mystic chords of union, echoing from every patriot's grave in every battlefield, 